Good morning, wonderful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be October 28th. This is the second week of Monday through Friday, 10-minute podcast, just sharing with you guys the things that I was thinking about that morning to encourage you, inspire you, just give you some food for thought for the day. So really, really quick, you guys, today, I just want to talk about what is love, who is love, and what is love. And I just think this is so important because this is really the foundation of being a Christian. This is the foundation of who God is. And then we have the work of taking who God is and what he is and integrating it into our lives and living from that place. And so I just want to go ahead and talk about that today, you guys. Um, I want to, let's go ahead and pray and let's just get into this really quick. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you are love and that you are teaching us how to live in your love and that we can have this love as the foundation of our lives and just live from that place, Lord, of, of security and um, just this state of being, Lord. Just we can be in in this love, and um, it doesn't matter what's going on. It's not dependent upon anything. It's just who you are. So let us, Lord, to get so comfortable with who you are, being love, and in, in interacting with you on the basis of who you are, and that we would accept who you are into our lives and into our hearts, and it would just continue to mold us and change us, Lord, because of the love that you have. So I pray, God, and direct this conversation, Lord. I thank you for being love. I thank you for being a foundation. And I thank you, Lord, that as we learn who you are and we, you know, ask ourselves these types of questions about love and integrate it, Lord, that, you know, you transform us and and it changes our lives, Lord. So we love you. We thank you. Pray you bless this day. Bless my brothers and sisters listening to this podcast. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So I've been in First John this week, you guys. I've just kind of noticed this theme throughout it, and it's always talking about love, you know, living in love, loving like God does. And so it just got me thinking, you know, who is love and and what is love? And I think that's really, really important to remember, especially with the times that we're living in and the way that people use the term love, sort of like this, um, I don't know, you guys, almost like this romanticized, you know, when you first meet somebody, especially if it's somebody from the opposite sex and you, you know, you fall in love, like the emotional side of it, like the highs of it. But love is way more enduring than that, you know, because when you get to know somebody and you grow with a person, all of there's it's way more encompassing. It, it needs more, more traction and stability, you know, than those sort of fleeting first emotions that we have, you know, when we come to terms with knowing who somebody is and and they know who we are and we share our lives and the long suffering and then the the lack that gets introduced into the relationship at times and the hurt that we can experience we need something more enduring through those times and not just this you know sort of fluttery butterfly here today gone tomorrow seasonal type thing but something that is uh, timeless and, and classic and endures you know so if you look over here at first john i'm just gonna read some scriptures to you guys and uh, let me see if I can find the one in particular that I was looking for. Um, of course not. Just bear with me really quick, you guys. I was looking at this the other day, and I should have written down the, the scriptures. But, uh, so, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, 
because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. So I just love how it says, you know, in 1 John 4, 16, God is love and he who abides in love abides in God. God is love. All right. So we're going to jump over to 1 Corinthians 13 because it tells you what love is, right? What is love? 1 Corinthians 13, love. Who is love? God is love. And what is love? 1 Corinthians 13. So let's look at that really quick, you guys. And it says, love suffers long in its kind, does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never fails. So I was just pondering that, and I was like, wow, Lord, first of all, love is lo suffers long in its kind, and it does not envy. You guys know what envy is? It's when you want something that someone else has, or like you intensely want it, and, and it's really close to coveting. My husband was talking to us about this a few weeks ago. I wish I had the literal definition in front of me, but you know, it's not amazing how like, even in if we're truly in love, and what I mean is in, in the state of love that first Corinthians 13 is discussing, you don't, you're not going to envy anything because check this out about love. It says, does not seek its own. The Lord is seeking our good. And if we know this stuff about him, then the envy is going to fall off of us. You guys ever envied somebody? I totally have, you know? Especially people who make lots of money. I envy them, okay? I'm not even going to lie about you guys. You guys ever just, you know, I think about things I want to be able to do. And, you know, I, I've i fallen into that. And it's like, wow, you know, Lord, I'm not operating in love. If I'm sitting here envying somebody, you know, and realizing that it doesn't seek its own. God God is who he is. And he's going to, he's, he's, he's looking out for my good, you know. And so... Let's continue on here. Does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. I love that about love. You know, it doesn't rejoice in evil, but rejoices in the truth. You know, love love sets boundaries where it needs to, right? Um, I think that's the other thing that we get messed up when we talk about love at times. We don't talk about the confronting part of love. It doesn't rejoice in evil. It doesn't just cover things up and act like problems aren't there. You know, love, God confronted us in his love by, you know, putting it on the cross, right? Getting us to address the things that separate us from him, right? And we should be doing that in our relationships. If we want to have enduring uh, relationships that will satisfy us, we have to be willing to address the things that get in the way or try to separate us from wanting to be with that person, to be intimate with that person. You guys know what intimacy is? It's knowing a person. And, and, and sometimes when we get to know a person, um, we can feel close to them as far as like being able to relate to them, but then there can also be a separation as you get to know someone because maybe some of their attitudes and behaviors, you know, are uh, chipping away at you in, in a way, right? So then those things have to be addressed. And you know, the Lord does that. And I love that because I think a lot of times we think about God setting limits with us and we live in those limits, but 
we don't necessarily set limits ourselves as humans on evil and things that happen. We just sort of think that to address things or confront things is not loving when that's absolutely uh, not true, right? God does, God, part of love, if God is love and love is not rejoicing in evil, but rejoicing in the truth, you know, then we're going to operate in love in that way. But let's, let's move on, you guys. It bears all things, believes all things, helps all things, endures all things. You know, I love how God towards us, he's going to bear all things, believe all things, hopes all things. You guys notice that about God? He doesn't come to you with accusation. He listens to us, you know, and then, of course, he'll ask you questions. You know, who told you that? You'll have, a, you'll have these aha moments in your mind. You know, these things that you're thinking about or, you know, if you're talking to the Lord about something and you're trying to understand, he'll help you look at it from another angle, right? God doesn't, uh, he sees you as like this, uh, how can you put it? There's no, there's no barriers, right? To, as a man thinks, so he is. God doesn't box you up in his thinking as far as you are this, right? It's like, you are my child and you will become, right? That, and that's where we interact with him. You know what I mean? That's where the healing comes in because we we are born into this world. Things happen. We develop limited mindsets within ourselves that keep us back from believing all things, hoping all things, right? But God is all things, right? He, he knows all things. He, he understands everything, all the barriers. He's, he's created barriers you know that protect love god god knows exactly what we need to make us in a way i would uh, limitless or i'm going to say that have the ability to believe all things if that makes any sense right you can have hope you can believe because of who he is and what he can do in your life right all the limitations you developed growing up and the experiences that you've had you know those don't define you you know um they're part of your life, but they're not who you are. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing that we serve a God who bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and love will never fail because he is love. So now it's just learning to ask ourselves, are you living in that love? Are you living in patience and kindness, long-suffering? You know, it, and when we think about long suffering, the way it was taught to me in the church was just putting up with abuse, but that's not how it is. Long suffering is when you are making progress on something good in your life, but you're stumbling along the way. You know, it's like when you're teaching your kids a new skill or maybe you're homeschooling them. That's a perfect example of long suffering. You know, when kids are learning how to read and and you know they're they're stumbling over the sounds and the words you know you long suffer with them and you're patient with them as they're learning this new thing are you living in love in that way with yourself are you patient with yourself as you're moving towards the good and making progress in your life you know do you are you doing that in relationship with yourself do you do that in relationship with other people are you allowing god to love you that way to the way he wants to be with you because the only you how you see God is how you perceive him in your mind and how you've interpreted things. And sometimes that's not always correct. You know, and if you guys paid a listen to the podcast that released, I think it was yesterday, how you hear, right? Sometimes we have to be able to change our hearing and how we interpret stuff so we can actually hear better, you know, um, and, and come to the same conclusions that God has when he's, you know, when you read his word. 
God has one way of doing things. He has his own thoughts about stuff. And then we have ours. And now we have this process of reconciling our thoughts to his thoughts. And that's where we learn to live in the love and live in the patience and the, and the kindness of God. Um, you know, and it's funny because it tells you a, a lot of what love is not. It's not, it does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. Uh, doesn't seek its own, not provoked, thinks no evil, you know? So you learn a lot about what love is not. And I think that's important because in part of, I think I've talked to you guys about this before, but any type, any kind where of any, if we are in any type of transformation process in our lives, and this is something that I've just, you know, gone through in my own life, it was the process of removal first. It's like, what don't I want in my life? I know I didn't want to be burdened anymore and stressed and worried about what people thought about me. So it was like, I had to start removing certain things in my life. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, how did I remove that? Well, I asked the Lord, Lord, why do I care so much about what people think about me? It's like, because you've internalized man's judgments. So I had to start looking at my life and asking myself, how have I internalized other people's conclusions of me and actually literally take them into myself? And now, how am I gonna establish you know, my own thinking where I have let their thinking, you know, come into my life. You guys ever do that? You let someone else's thoughts be higher than yours in that way, instead of having your own thoughts and conclusions and understanding yourself, your, your motives, your intentions, you replace it with someone else's instead of yours. You know, and that happens when you grow up in environments like I did. I'm not going to get into that, you guys, but I'm just making the point that, you know, we go through this process of, you know, again, reconciling our thoughts to God becoming you know more like him thinking the way that he does getting new perspectives you know and uh you know living in that love living in the patience removing things from ourselves you know because this is really revealing if it does not parade itself not puffed up does not behave rudely doesn't seek its own you know that forces us to look at ourselves and ask where are we you know maybe doing those things that are not love right lord help me to see where you know, I'm easily provoked, I'm behaving rudely, I'm seeking my own, where, you know, where do I got envy, puffed up, whatever, you know, and asking the Lord to love you in those places, because sometimes, you know, I think we behave that way because we don't think we're going to get what we need, or we don't feel heard, or, you know, we're not validated, we don't validate ourselves, um, and so we can find ourselves behaving in those ways that are not love. You know, and, and it all, again, goes back to what we really, you know, how do we see ourselves and, and how do we, do we really believe all things for ourselves? If, you know, why do we behave rudely? Again, maybe, like I said, you don't feel like you're being heard or listened to. Why do you envy? Maybe you don't think you're ever going to have those things that other people have. You know, being puffed up, you want to be seen, you want to be recognized. So, you know, it's important to look at ourselves in that way and how we're conducting ourselves and asking ourselves, are we getting our needs met? Are we... Uh, getting our, our needs known how many people do you know that will say talk around what they need instead of saying I need this they'll, they'll make statements about things well I don't have that okay well instead of saying I don't have that say I need that can you get that for me right so paying attention to how you see yourself in relationship to the things that would cause you to act like you're not in love right by parading yourself puffed up rude, being rude you know not confronting things so anyway you guys i better pop off here it's already been 15 minutes i just want to talk today about what love is who is love and what is love and just constantly reminding ourselves to be in that state of being you know with the lord in that way and asking him to 
have a better view of ourselves and who he wants to be to us. And so we can, you know, really reflect his love to others, you know, and the good that God has for us, you know, the things that he wants to do in our lives and all that good stuff. So anyway, anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I hope you have a great rest of the day and I will talk to you next time.